0: Hey guys, this is Table Four Four. My name is Stefan, and welcome back to another episode on the podcast. And today we're going to talk about money. Now I'm going to let Dad take it. Cue the music.
1: Hey guys, my name is Andre.
2: Hey, this is Stephanie. Hey, this is Adrian. My name is Stefan. And this is Table for four. four. So we're talking about money, money, money. Yeah. Money, money, money. Saving for a rainy day. So we need to figure out how do we do it? Who's going to show us? How are we going to figure this out? You know, when it comes down to saving for a rainy day, does everybody understand what it means? Saving for a rainy day? No? No. no. No, <laughs> nobody knows. <Saving laughs> I mean, emergency. I think it means
0: like maybe like saving up money for something important.
2: Like what? What? What do you think is something important though? Like what's important? Money, money. Okay.
1: <laughs> we All know right. that far saving up for money. Well, saving up for maybe money.
2: maybe
0: saving up for like a car, maybe a home, maybe vacation, right. yeah. maybe a Bells. wedding, maybe a, an event.
2: Yeah, right. So that's what it means for saving for a rainy day. So that can go into like a wedding. It can go into buying a home, things like that. So we have a special, special guest today. Today is Danny is with us on the phone call. Hey, Danny, what's going on today? Hey,
3: what's going on, guys? How are you? Duh.
2: Danny is practically family. He's just one of the many family of the Aguilars that we're going to be interviewing and talking with. So he has been busy, busy, busy. He has been bartending. He has been doing all the management, everything, keeping busy this whole time. It took us maybe like five attempts for us to even get this interview. So I'm so happy he's with us today. Danny, I'm so happy.
1: (laughs) A.K.A. Crypto (laughs) Dan.
2: He is very funny. So, Danny works at the Burrito Bar in Staten Island. Best place to go. So, I'm going to, you know, send those links to you guys to make sure you go and visit him. He's going to make you the best drink. Don't you worry about that. Good. So, Danny, we're going to talk about money, money, money. Yep. Money. Yep, yep.
3: money. Money, money, I'll Probably the most important thing, right?
2: Isn't it? It's what makes the world go round. Well,
3: yep. So,
2: and round. I would just like to just hear about your opinions and your understanding of the importance of money and you know, what to do, the saving for that rainy day, let us know, because we all need to know.
3: <laughs> no, absolutely, right? And so I think one of the most important things to understand about money, right, is that it is the tool that allows us to live the life that we want to live, right? And so, you know, if you want to go on a vacation, if you want to go out with your friends, have a good time, go see a movie, buy a TV, you have to work hard to make that money to buy something, right? And so for me, ever since I was a young kid, and if I ever wanted anything, um, I had to work for it. My parents, you know, my parents had five kids, you know, didn't have money coming out um, every from left and right. So, you know, if I wanted to get an iPhone, I worked as a paper boy from 13 years old for almost 12 years up until I was like about 22, 23 years old. Just made as much money as I could just to buy what I needed to do, you know. So I bought an iPhone when I was young, been paying my phone bill ever since I was twelve, thirteen. Still oh. my sister's plan, but you know a I'm little still playing for it. You know is
1: it what? when he was a little tauting thing He
3: was
1: a tater uh, top.
3: You know, it's important, right? It's important to understand how how money is used, um, how you can use that to your benefit. And honestly, if you really think about it, it's it affects your livelihood and the lifestyle you want to live. Right. So if you wanna if you wanna go and go on vacation to Dubai or whatever, you know, you need money for it. You know, and so, so it's good to understand how to set a budget for yourself. And then from that budget, um, stay consistent with it. Right. Cause I think a lot of times most people who do, you know, have a budget, they don't follow through because you know what, I'm going to spend that $200 on a new pair of kicks. And oh my God, now another pair of thinkers came out. I'm going to spend another $200 on a pair of kicks and they don't have a long-term mindset in place, um, to accomplish longer term financial goals. Right. So
2: so when you, when you talk about long-term goals, right? So I hear that there's a hustle. That's what I hear. I think that that's the most important thing when it comes to budgeting and saving for money and things like that. But like you said that when you were young, you were already buying your own thing. So yeah. who kind of gave you the, the guidance, you know, that in the first place, or can you, or you just kind of learned on your own?
3: Like how I did kind that learned g- on my own? Because I don't think my parents are that financially uh, literate, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, not to say, you know, they, my dad had a good job, my mom had a good job, but they had five kids, you know, and Mm -hmm. that that requires a lot of money. And so I couldn't just go to my mom, my dad and say, you know what, can I have this? Or can I have that? It just wasn't feasible at the time. So I knew that if I wanted anything in my life. I had to work for it. And so that's why when I was 12, 13 years old, I got a paper route job and I worked ever since, you know, it's something that was kind of inherent inside of me just to work hard because, you know, when I was young, I realized you needed money to do stuff. Right, You know, and I wasn't, no one's going to give me money. So I have to go out there. And I go give it to you. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to give it to you, you know? So Just I 20 like, bucks. I to... <laughs> you know? So that's kind of where it just came from.
1: Yeah, it's funny because like, same, just touching base at what he said, you know, like, same thing, my mom, didn't teach Ro and I about money. You know, my mom was horrible. She's still horrible, but she manages now. <laughs> like, but she never told us that, you know, like, you have to save money, do this, do that. You know, like, She always lived paycheck to paycheck. And And, I think, yeah, I think
2: a lot people still do, but I have the opposite from you. My mom, my mom's an accountant. My mom is like, yeah. So my mom, like legit, legit budget from the get.
4: Yeah. So for me,
2: it was always like, it was always instilled in me early. You know, I know that for me, I've had some issues with credit cards, but not to the point where it was something that I didn't know what I was doing. And I was right. like, I knew exactly what I was doing and I knew what I was getting myself into. Right. So that was the, the hard part. That's a hard lesson that I had to learn later on. But, yeah, but,
1: my, but you knew how to manage money I do. when I first met you.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a
1: good job and she always paid all her bills on time, yeah. 800 credit score, everything.
2: Yeah. And it's just, I lost my job and then, and I couldn't keep Away. up. Yeah, I couldn't just keep up paying my stuff. So the thing is, is like, you have to live beneath your needs. So yeah, at the time that I was working, I was making good money at the time. I didn't have yeah. kids, so I didn't really have to worry about anything. So if I wanted to go buy something, I made sure I pay my bills first and yep. then I go get whatever I wanted. Right.
4: So right. then
2: when I lost my job, I couldn't do it neither. So Nothing I couldn't pay more. my bills and I couldn't get what I wanted. <laughs> so we have ripped that. Right. I mean, yeah, so what happened was Mommy had to file unfortunately for bankruptcy because Mommy couldn't keep it up, but, you right. know, paying the bills. So that's, a, some, that's another thing that credit score is another thing that goes hand that's in hand. That's very important. That goes with Absolutely. money and budgeting and, and, and saving for that. So credit score is very, very important. So.
3: Yeah, without a
1: doubt. Yeah, like, like in my case, like, I didn't know about credit cards because mm-hmm. like, my mom never told us about credit cards or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when I went to college, they had the, the Bank of America guy outside giving out college students <laughs> credit cards. <that laughs> thing, right? <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, so that's what I did. Yeah, I bought PlayStation
1: here the nintendo here i'm just swiping away swiping away next thing you know like if you a year later i can't even keep up because I'm, I'm only right. making like
3: at that time i was making no like times you had to use it right and I just yeah. send you it's free money it's free money you could yeah. just swipe the car going the store oh yeah, you get month. no
1: interest for like 20 24 you
3: months talking you talking
2: know? to me I'm like interest like, interest
1: what what yeah you mean? i don't know what that is just give me the car two thousand dollar limit <laughs> and just swiping away
3: and that's what it gets you to too, right? Like, oh, yeah. one year, we you know APR. I right, go ahead, spend those things you want. Before you know it, that that bill was like three thousand dollars. And how you spend? Yeah, you so I, I messed up my credit
1: young, like yeah. nineteen, twenty, yeah. twenty-one years old. I messed up my credit because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like I said, nobody taught me about credit. Mm-hmm. That how important it was growing up. Yeah. I mean, now, I now started. my credit's way better. You know, I, I paid off all my bills, and everything. But luckily, right. fortunately, I, I never had to file for bankruptcy or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was able to get out the hole and and you know.
3: But it's important too. Like, you don't want to tell like, all these kids that it's inherently bad because, in a way, like, the, if you want to get an apartment, you know, you want to get a loan on the house, they get a consistent you know, yep. good credit, you know. But I think the line is teaching them how to be disciplined enough to pay that, that amount every single month, right. you know, pay it out in full. You know, don't even pay them because they can, they can tell you, oh, pay the bare minimum. No, 35 bucks, now. You got to no, pay No, double. it doesn't
2: work. You got to pay no, $35 the interest. It ain't going to work. No, <laughs> <laughs> it work right. It's
3: not going to work. That, and they don't even tell you too, right? Like banks and like all these credit card companies don't even tell you how like significant those APR interest rates are. Like over time, compound interest, and it's gonna just be a lump sum at one time, you know. But they don't even tell you to take that same amount of money that you're using on a credit card and invest it somewhere else where you could get that same APR, right? Right, that's, like, the,
2: that's that vicious cycle, though. And, and Danny right. makes a great point because we, mm-hmm. we don't know. How, how are we supposed no to know? Knows. No one
3: and, knows. And that's what it comes down to, right? Because our current school system doesn't teach you about personal finance.
1: No, they don't teach you about right? capital, and, capital structure, capital infrastructure, anything.
3: Nothing. You know, and that it makes you just actually the like, question whether right. or not they're trying to keep you down like that, right? Like the system was built to, to make us stay where we're at. Right. You know, because why not teach us that?
1: Yes, Adrian.
0: Um, I was <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> Why can't they teach us about like credit cards and money early? Because this is not the second grade. Like, oh, add five cents to Billy and add five cents to, you know, Jasmine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, they teach you how to add. Right. They, they want you to count your millions. That, <laughs> you <know?
2: laughs> That's what they want you but to we do. We don't have
0: millions yet. So,
2: yeah. See, I like what you say yet. That,
4: See, yeah. and
2: what happens is Danny makes a great point because. When he was 13, he went out there. He's like, listen, I'm going to go work on a paper route. I'm going to do yeah. what I'm going to do so I can get yeah. the things that I like. It's a difference. As between. did I.
1: You know, Rolando and I had a paper right. route too. And
2: we and I hustled too. I hustled too because I was working. I had my work. When you got that green working paper, was it? 14, 13, 14. That little blue slip. It was like, I got my working papers. Yeah, I'm going to go to work.
1: <laughs> yep. so, I
0: want to be a paper
2: boy You can be no paper.
1: I think they're really no.
2: Nah, this
0: not
1: to my job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're still so young. We it's can still do job Gonna
1: come in little red wagon, throwing mm-hmm. papers. But the thing, but we is, have a bike. No,
3: but I think I'll tell you this though. I think it, it, it instilled me a good work ethic, regardless. You yes. know, yeah, of a, You know, I was I was getting up at six o'clock in the morning delivering papers. You know what I'm saying? And then even throughout college, I had to be on the ferry by 6.30. So I was up by 5.30 delivering papers. Went out to the city, went to school, came back, and I went back to Burrito Bar. You know, so like, that was just that work like, I had to get things done. I'm going to do it, and that's it. Hey, Amen.
2: But you know what it is? I feel like when it comes to... Yeah,
3: it gives you discipline. Yes,
2: absolutely. And you kind of... And, kinda, and become and, organized. And that's what he's talking about before, about being persistent. Yes. Right? You got to be consistent when it comes to saving and to come to budgeting and things like yes. that. You have to be consistent with it. But like when you think about like, what are your own personal financial goals in your life, though? Like, what is, like, you know that you want to live a person, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. You want to live a life that you want to live, right? And you made a great point about It's like, if you want to go to Dubai, you got to work for Dubai money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like Hawaii, you got to work for Hawaii money, you know? You got to save up.
2: And it's difficult in in living in where we... In New York. In New York. And it's just, yeah. everything is just so expensive. So
3: expensive. And that's right. how you're starting. I think a lot of people don't recognize the fact that things are just going to get a lot more expensive going forward. Absolutely. Oh,
2: yeah. Going forward. But you
3: know, if, if you're not saving that money, if you're not investing that money, then you're just setting yourself up for, for, for more trouble, more problems, you know. Um, but for me, you know, it's going to sound a little cliche, but, you know, it's the same thing I said before. I just want to have a, a I want to be financially free right live on my own terms and that's possible in today's age right like we have all the tools accessible to us in terms of technology apps you know phones that we could we can make money just from our phone right you know and so for me i know I, knowing what i know now going forward that's a, that's so attainable in the right. next like 5 10 years you know what i'm saying it just requires discipline working hard staying true to it um but you know i want to get to a point where you know i could, I could um, provide for my mom my dad you know, they put their time they put their time in for, for me and my family, you know, yeah. and then they're gonna retire. And seeing what my mom my mom's pension is, like she's gonna only, I don't wanna disclose her information, but the money she's gonna be making on a pension is not gonna suffice. Oh, dude, same thing you know? with my
1: mom.
2: Yeah, the same thing with your mom, too. My mom is so, penis, I saying,
3: bro. So it's like, right, now I'm in a position where I know certain things. I'm going to take it upon myself to to go out there and take care of her. And I'm going to make it my responsibility. Because, you know, nice. she gave me the life I, you know, she provided for me. Now I think it's my turn, too. So, I mean, that's, what, that's what, cause those are kind of my financial goal. You know, of, of course, I want to have a house. But that's later down the road, you know. So.
2: But I think that you made a great point that when it comes to our parents, now our parents, like I know for me, my mom was, you know, my mom was a money lady. My mom, Your I mom don't want to save her. My mom was a saver. A.K.A. hoarder. Oh, no, she's not a hoarder. <laughs> the right, the right word is frugal. Don't pay him no mind, mom. Don't pay him no mind. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, I feel like I've gotten the, the, the persistence from her, like being really persistent, being on top of things and not, like you cannot tell me nothing about being a bill being late and stuff like that i know that we always can run into you know different issues and different um you know there's so many things that can go on in our lives and finance is always one of those issues but i feel like if you have some sort of Game plan or some sort of backup plan, because my mom has a backup for a backup for a backup. backup. So I'm the same yeah. way. I'm the same. Yeah. Like if there's a backup, I'm like, all right, I don't have this, but I know where this can go.
1: Yeah, but your your mom's backup is a mattress. money <laughs> <laughs> in a mattress.
2: No, 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 no. Don't say that. Don't it's
1: say not that. in the chinero. In the chinero. <laughs>
2: the chinero.
1: Yeah, but but yeah, remember, like we live in New York. New York's an expensive city.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. The exactly. average salary, it's. Around 51,000 a year I think you
2: have to double check your numbers I did, I just did yeah. It's
1: 51,000 51, That's right. like and the, the median And I feel like that's not enough I
3: think that's the median for like the household That's
2: I'm what saying. I was going to say The median for a the house for Per household. household
1: Yeah But that, that's still not enough But is man. that for
2: a single right, exactly. couple? Is that for uh,
1: yeah, The median for the household is 51,000 yeah, Is that for a dual, married yeah.
2: couple? Single person? It doesn't
1: say But but I'm, I'm pretty assuming it's We'll a definitely family. check
2: that out because th- I it think it's a married couple Because that's crazy Yes,
3: agent. But even that, even that's not enough, you yeah. know? Like you me that me, the right.
1: mean household income is 93,000. Okay. Everyone's everyone that's 16 and older without with six, earnings. Like four yeah. okay. See,
2: okay. that makes more sense those numbers. Yes, agent. Mm.
1: That's the mean income. The median is about individual you know, is 51,000, know households 57. What? Is that That's great. Per capita income is 35,000. That's per person? Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's wild. No, You know what's even crazy? I heard this weird statistic where it's like, you know, people who are even making over $100,000 a year are still living paycheck to paycheck.
4: Bro,
3: I can tell you that.
4: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, that makes you
3: beg the question, like, can you even live in New York right now or anywhere? Like... Spe- specifically, New York, right? Like it's just so expensive. I
2: would also say Cali too, California. Yeah. I was literally yeah. gonna say California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: All these cities are pretty much around the same median. You know, it's you know yeah. Cali, oh, well, Los well. Angeles, San Francisco, Texas. Well, Texas like, is a little bit better, but the cost of living is is less.
3: Right. Florida, same thing. Florida's yeah. expensive.
2: All the major cities, Chicago. Yeah. It gets mean, crazy. It's
3: crazy. Like where do you go now then, you know? What do you do? Yeah. You got- yeah, yeah. No, no,
2: no. We got to all get into, um in our cars, and we'll just go and camp for the rest of our lives. <laughs> That's it.
4: Jesse, Jesse <laughs> no! Tura, get off the grid.
2: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm hating on them because they don't have to deal with, it, like, with everything that goes on with balancing a checkbook and trying to figure out how am I going to pay for these things and then especially with COVID with the pandemic coming in and people unfortunately losing their jobs and not being able to pay their bills and, 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 and almost being forced out of their homes and moving to different states and things like that there's so many different variations and so many things that get Money gets a little complicated. <laughs> you
3: know. not to mention the amount of money they're printing right now too. Like hundreds and billions of dollars being printed, trillions at that, you know, like and no one tells you, well, you know, well, inflation's gonna affect the amount of money that you're gonna be able to use, your spending power and all that stuff. It's like you're not taught this, so you don't know, but like every single day your dollar diminishes in buying power. Wow. You know, so what used to cost only $2, you know, say a popcorn cost you, I don't know, 10 cents a couple years ago, 10 years ago. Now it's going to cost you like $2, you know, two fifty. Wow. Like no one really accounts for that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I know what my mom used to tell me, yeah, I used to go to the movie theaters back in the 1960s. It was like 10 cents. For now nickel, you go. Like yeah. 20, now it's like $20 to go to a movie, you know?
1: Nathan Hot Dog is a nickel. Yeah. You know, it's Thursdays t- after 5 p.m. You're <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> I send the hot dogs every Thursday. But Nathan's. the
2: thing is, is like when when you think about that difference in the percentage and right. the salaries don't match yeah. that as well. So that's right. another thing that there's always. You also have <laughs> you also have the gap between men and women, the way they earn, yeah. and then you have the gap between the different um racism. fields, right? Fields. Races and is uh, systemic racism. Systemic so those yep. oh, just just it, it just go on. It's and a lot. It's, you know? a, it's
3: a hot topic. If you ain't got money, it's crazy. I think, I think in today's age, one job isn't going to suffice. You know, I think a lot of people understand that. And so they're looking for another way of getting income, whether it be like you're doing like, you know, a podcast or whether it be, you know, doing art or making music or, you know, doing a side hustle, doing um, e-commerce, you know, like, right. there's something else that people will have to supplement their income with because it's just not going to be enough. It's not. You it's know? not. I think I think one, probably one of the biggest things that you could teach your kids right now is learning to to be adventurous and try a lot of different things um, because that's the only way they're probably going to survive in the long run. Because we cause we all see it, right? We know what's going on right now. Like the money, we see the numbers, we see the paychecks, we see how hard it is to get through things. Like so, that's probably knowledge you want to pass down to them.
1: Yeah, nothing's getting cheaper, you know. Like cable, oh, <laughs> you know, cable. We got ready of cable. We got internet. You know, we pay eighty nine dollars a month for internet. But now we have Netflix, Hulu, HBO. Right. We paying all these little, right? And all these little up streaming me. services. It adds up to what we had before, and right. Disney Plus. And Disney Plus, Plus. you know, right. it's right. Right. Now, now they caught on to everything. You know, like before it was just, you know, like you know, it's back in the days we used to they get the cheat codes. You know what I'm saying? Like for the game. Yeah. <laughs> now, right. they got, now we got to pay for DLCs. Yeah. yeah you
4: know, yeah,
1: you got to yeah. pay for subscriptions to get all these different weapons and stuff like that that were yeah. cheat codes before.
2: But I think Danny makes a great point about teaching us, you know, our generation, you know, whether we call ourselves, you know, millennials, generation Z, X, we have to teach our kids how to be more financially stable in that sense. But the sense it goes back to education, being aware, being, you know, informed about what is going out there. How do we go about doing these things? Mm -hmm. And that's how we, you know, as parents have to teach them that as well. You know, right. like,
1: like like I save. You know, when we give them money, these kids are frugal. They do not want to spend not one dollar. They rather That's spend our stuff. money. They rather spend our money, which is good. Yeah,
4: which is I good. Mean, yeah, but,
1: you know, but, like me, not part, good like you guys, good yeah. for them. Like me, I save. You know, like right. well, well, you know, me, I'm, I'm I'm fortunate to have a good job, right?
2: right where I make right.
1: good money, but I'm still saving. I have my 401k. Right. And then we have I have another it's savings plan, right?
3: Like people don't ex- explain that too, right? Yeah. The benefits that come with certain jobs, like <coughs> that's what you want to have. Like for me right now, it sucks because I don't have that, but I made it my business to go and learn about investing. Right, See? you know what I'm saying? A lot like, of people don't do someone that. Someone who's a bartender, they don't know that. You know how do you, how do they increase their net worth? You right. know that's how I figure, You know what? Right, I have money now. Where can I put it? How's it going to work for me? How can I make more money? How do I get dividends? You know. Um, and those are things that like you, like these kids just have to start learning when they're young, because I'll tell you right now, if Adrian and Stefan start investing right now, right, they're what? 10, nine years old. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So Madden. in 15 years, they could probably be sitting on a quarter of a million dollars if they just start investing right now.
2: And, but, but that's yeah. what I've been, I, I started investing when they were little.
3: Yeah. But and then
2: so it was what they called, oh my God, what is it called? It's not passive income. It's not that no. because it's, it's something else. I forgot what it's called.
3: Is it, how, well, how are you doing it?
2: Well, when we first did it, we did it through Gerber, right? We did the okay. Gerber thing. We did the insurance for them. Right. And then at one point we had money. So we had to take it out because of emergencies and things like that. I'm like I care. had a savings and Andres had a savings. Right. So things happen. We had to use both the yeah, money. The, and the
1: kids have their own stash capital. They had,
2: now they have their own stash each. Right. Oh, so they okay. each, yeah, so yeah. They each have their that. own. I have a custodial for them. Then I have yeah. a retirement. And then they have their own where they investment for stocks. Yeah, it's Sorry. like five bucks
3: a week. So to it's- that. Into life and like term insurance too. Yeah. Well, because he has it. No, you, you have it. it. Yo, yeah. I don't know what's about for the kids. Well, the kids got the Gerber the life Gerber. insurance.
2: The Gerber. They have the Gerber. I have my yeah. own
1: insurance policy. Right. Just in case yeah. anything. I pay a little hefty price every month, but they, they factor everything in. You have a that, house.
3: That's also a way to, you know, make sure they're set. You know, yeah. God forbid, yeah, have, yeah. you, God forbid anything bad. happens. But no one, but no one tells you that either, right? Like now, today, information's so accessible. Now, I'm able to learn about it. We'll learn about it. And if my if my dad knew that, like we'd be in a better position too. Like he'd probably be able to help us. But you know, it's just going out there, learning information, and and doing it. You know. Yeah. But Yeah. These kids, bro. These kids could be set in 15 years.
1: If anything happened to me, they'll have generational wealth. That's, that's
4: what we want.
2: We're, we're trying to build a legacy, you know, and my mom, like my mom's a smart lady, though. Like right. for me, like I felt like if there was like I can ask my mom for money, she'll give it to me, hands yeah. down. But I'm not that type of person. I would yeah, never that, ask her yeah. for anything. Like if right. I didn't, if it wasn't an emergency, I would never ask her. But yep. I want my kids to ask me the same question when they get older because I want to help them put money down in their houses or I want to help them put, you know, pay for their college education if they want to go to college because you know what? Nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah,
1: nowadays, listen. Everything is, know. it's besides going to college, I think uh, vocational trade schools. Absolutely. I think that's what's in. That's so what's in. City said. jobs,
3: state jobs. Yeah. That,
1: that's what well, gives there, you there the benefits. Yeah. Now,
3: right? I think Google or Facebook are putting out like training workshops. So you don't even have to have a degree if you just come to like this eight week long program or I think it's like six months. You could just learn through them, and they'll set you up with a job in Google and Facebook. You yeah, know? I didn't like, even know nice. that. I didn't
2: even know that's that.
0: That's crazy.
3: Yeah. That's so crazy. that's how it is too. Like you don't even have to go to school.
2: But my um, thing is, it's like it's still important to go to school to to the, to an no, that, extent, right,
1: of course. Because right, right, a lot right. of companies they they, they require a four year program. Four
2: year program, like a either, Is it the bachelor's no, degree and things right. like that? But you know,
1: back in our days, it was an associate's. I know.
2: Yeah, now, now,
1: know, now that's yeah, like I'm a high school diploma. Now it's nothing.
2: It means nothing now. But that's the that's the sad part because it's like. Again, it's that vicious cycle again. So you want to get the education so you can get a yep. good job so that you can save money to buy the stuff that you want in your life. Right. But then you got to pay for college. So now yep. what happens if your parents can't afford it, then you have to take out that loan. Then you got that college loan. Yep. Now you're in that vicious cycle again.
3: Yep. And the worst part is that they, you, they're expecting kids who are 17, 18 year, old, year olds, right? To make these long term decisions that are going to affect them for the rest of their life. Right. And most of the time they want to go out. They want to go to the University of Miami. Or go to, they want to dorm somewhere because they want to have that life experience for that short amount of time and then start paying that loan for 50 years. Yeah, I know yeah. people right now who are still paying like a $200,000 loan. Yeah. yeah. It, and they're still paying that. They're like, still paying it. Still paying, still, it. Still, still, still paying it. You're 55, it. you have a kid and you have a house. You're like,
2: still paying your college loan.
3: You know? And it's like, they, at a young age, you have to, they have to learn how to make that decision for themselves and what's going to be the best. Because right. for me, I was going to go to Albany. That was going to cost me $200,000. Like, why
2: would
3: I go away if I could just go to John Jay, $3,000 per semester? Holla. So, <laughs> that, so, that was back in my 30, days, 30,
1: it was yeah. like $1,600 a semester. You know
2: what it was? When I see- a Inflation. Fun, <laughs> inflation. <laughs> Talk about inflation. A funny story is, I got accepted to the University of Miami to go out there for the, uh, the architecture program. Five years. Nice. How much you think was per semester? Take a guess.
1: i say like 50 grand. Oh, 50,000, yeah.
2: 50,000. It yeah. was at the time, at that time, it was uh, 28,000 a semester. Okay. So wow. five years. Yep. Do five years. Two semesters 20, each.
1: 20 something, 20 something. So 50, so yeah. 50. it was like 25,000. Yeah. 25, 25,000? I, mean, I mean, like oh, so 250,000. Yeah. 250.
2: Okay. So imagine now I'm not even in architecture anymore. So deal with that.
1: <laughs> now yeah. I
2: decided to go into the medical field. So imagine right. spending that money, not even being in my field,
3: right. and still
2: got to pay my my two hundred and fifty thousand dollar loan,
3: yeah, with kids <laughs> oh, wow.
2: and losing my job and going through bankruptcy and and, and you
3: have a mortgage or a car and, and have a, a mortgage
2: a and have a car on top of everything else,
3: There's you know no what way. I mean? So and you're expecting that from an eighteen year
2: old, like yeah, you can't you can't? So wow. that's that's my fear for the kids because I don't want them to do that. And thank yeah. God that. I I was blessed with scholarships and financial aid. Like I, the only reason, I'm only taking out loans now because of going to nursing school is because Andres can afford it. You know, like if that was the case, I would have not taken out a loan. I would have done none of that. But they still have, you know, the scholarships and things like that for other people to pay for their education. But I feel like education should still be free.
3: Yeah, I don't
1: qualify for
3: financial aid. I know,
2: I know, but that's not the case. That's not the point.
3: like I didn't, me, my family didn't even qualify for a financial aid, and me and my Sammy, Michelle, and Jen or Stephanie were all in school at the same time. Yeah, you see, I, like, what? I,
2: what I do you don't mean? get that. I don't get it. How is it that they, you guys, don't qualify? I don't understand. I, I didn't
3: get it. You know, me understand neither. My father made too much money, but it's no, crazy. It's not, all the other factors, like come on now, no. you know,
2: we still gotta eat, we still gotta travel, we still gotta pay for books and things right. like that. So that's that's the unfortunate thing, but. I, when I think about that that cycle about with, with the college loans and things like that i I get so scared for them because yeah. i don't I don't want them I don't want but, that to help to them, you know what you I know mean?
3: the mindset that we grew up with right was you know go to school, get a good job, the second and third that's changing now, like the world's not the same place that it was twenty years no, ago it's not. You know, everything that we learned when we were growing up, it's not, and I think the biggest thing you teach them is just learn to adapt with the time, you know, and it's so much easier now for them to learn how to make money from their phones. Or, there's a, there's a kid, I think, he's, I think he's only 13 or 14 years old, right? He learned e-drop, um, e-commerce, shopping, uh, whatever, right? E-commerce. He's making, I think, $20,000 a month. He's 14 years old. What? Yeah. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like, there's ways to figure out how to make money if you just apply yourself. Right. That's, like, the biggest thing you could tell. You know,
2: it was the same thing, like, with that other, gentleman, that other little boy. He's, like, nine years old. I think it's but, Jacob's Toys something that like that. That does
1: the reviews on YouTube? He do-
2: My man. My it man is my man is bringing in seven figures on YouTube reviewing yeah. toys. Like, oh. how come I didn't jump on that? Like, my kids are funny.
3: <laughs> why was I there? Why couldn't like, I do that?
2: Like, why, why, why couldn't I do that? You know. Right. So it's just like you make you make a great point that we have to follow the trend and we have to adapt. And I think us and our generation, we've been adapting as well because right. we're we are we're trying to rectify the mistakes. <laughs> now, or the mistakes that I made in finance prior.
1: Yeah. You, you gotta remember right. now, one thing that, that that's changed from back in the days is having physical cash. Yeah. Oh, I yeah,
4: remember.
1: that's
2: close so, to non
1: existent. Yeah, because everything's all digital now. You know, I go to work, I don't see cash, everything just goes through an account.
3: Okay. <laughs> it's it's right all the numbers. Like, so, as fast as, as it
2: came in, as yeah. fast as it left.
3: I see, I see that more so now, right? At the bar business where, you know, two years ago, I had so much cash coming into the place. And, was and just, now was just, it's all really credit cards now, right? All debit cards, Love credit it. cards. Now, like, like, what the hell? What's yeah. going on? Yeah, you no? gotta remember
1: back in the days, a lot of these families didn't have credit cards. Yeah. Back in the 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. you know, so they didn't have to worry about being in debt because everything was was physical. They saved up cash. Right everything was paid for cash, everything oh, not was done. That way. Yeah. A, lot of the, a lot of the 80, 90 year olds that we have out there, that are, you know, that are out there, they don't have that problem. I'm pretty sure now they probably have bank accounts, like credit cards, you know, like small ones, stuff like that.
2: Because probably
0: they. But they case... never had that
1: issue of going into debt right away. Right. Unless they didn't make, they didn't have enough, a good enough paying well, that's job. That's a good
2: point, right? Because
3: credit cards weren't introduced until like I think the 60s 70s. I think the, I mean? the 60s right. or 70s. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah. that's yeah. when they gave uh-huh.
2: you the, 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 the shops uh yep. credit cards like you go to like a Alexander's Macy's or the Alexander's <laughs> or Woolworth, they would right. give you the credit card so that you can go ahead and only purchase cards. their stuff at the at the store. Right. Not like the Visas and the MasterCards. Like, oh I could swipe anywhere. You know, that's how the things, you know, has I think developed I think and changed.
3: Like when I I they first introduced credit cards too, they kind of mis um misinterpreted how well humans would be with paying stuff back. Right, like the idea was to help stimulate the economy, get some more money into the economy so we could get more money, inside a third. Right. <laughs> you know, like everyone fell into that credit card debt trap and then that was it from there. You know? It's just it's wild. It's a wild game. But if you don't if you don't learn how to play the game and learn the rules now, then you're just setting yourself up for more problems down the road. You know? Um, and I think like one of the biggest things that you could teach your kids, like having that budget, but like teaching them how to adjust that budget with the times, right? Like there's this like 50, 40, I think uh 50, 30, 20 rule, right? It's like 50% of whatever you make of your income goes to needs, 30% goes 30 per- to save, goes savings, 20% and, and- goes to wants, whatever it may be, you know, for me, I adjust those numbers though, right? Like, and luckily you have to kind of like, you have to adjust it to your own personal life and situation, right? Like for me, I live with my parents. So I adjust that more. So where it's like, 30% goes to needs, 70% goes to invest in, and like 10 goes to want, you know, but that just depends on, you know, your own personal situation. Right. Right.
2: And I think that was also the need during, I mean, the last 10 years, I think that ever since the, um, ever since the stock, went down in 2008, a yeah. lot of, um, you know, parents like, an, uh, you know, our generation yeah. didn't really affect it. But like our parents, our grandparents who have money that have invested that yeah. wanted to do the, you know, to do the savings and be ahead of it lost their life savings.
3: Right. And right. that was
2: the most unfortunate thing when that happened. So then now, how do you teach or how do you go back and get that money back again? You're losing all this. You lost all your money, your life savings. How do you gain that back if you're, yeah, if, you're if you're at retirement age at that right, point? Right,
1: but they didn't lose this money. The companies that they work for Right. made bad choices when it came to invest. man
2: yeah. but does that apply to almost also it the applies home- to
1: every employer because like even my employer like if something if the market was to go down
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know my, my pension and my 401k everything is affected by it
3: I'll tell you this though the, the 401ks and uh, all that stuff it's basically investments into the stock market right yeah. um and and it's usually like the s p 500 so you're talking about the top 500 companies the top in the u s right? right, right. so those are never going to go out of business right so when you do see it with the stock market fall or there is a correction where you know like 2008 and even recently last year 2020 right where the stock market dropped like i don't know 40 percent i think it was
2: like 40 percent like, it dropped i think
3: something like that right but but no one tells you don't have time emotions are, are, are really out there right but they don't tell you that's probably the best time to buy that's when everything is discounted You know, Um, and I remember reading this book by Tony Robbins, and he goes, The richest become richy and rich, they become wealthy. He he said he was like, um, The rich get rich, the poor poor. get poorer. Blood in the streets. So when it's red, that's when you buy things discounted, you know, and it's scary because things keep going down more, but that's when you want to buy, right? You know, and it's the scariest thing. Um, I think so. I think the best time to invest is when there's blood in the streets. Right. So when the market's down and it's red, that's when you get everything for a discount. Right. No? So an Apple stock, right? So Apple drops fifty percent, it goes from two hundred to one hundred dollars. You think Apple's really gonna go out of business? You no. think the stocks gonna go to zero? That's an apple. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you buy when it, when they drop, and so then in the year you make that money back, if not more. You know. It's a game. It's all the game. You just gotta learn how to play. It's take always it. about the game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I want to go back to what you mentioned before about how um, everything is all digital now. Like you mentioned, yeah. like Andres was saying about how every time he goes anywhere to the store or anything, yep. you don't see no money, no cash. Right. Everything yep. is all digital. See it coming in? Don't yep. see it coming out. Right, so, right. Exactly. So when you think about crypto, like yeah. what are the, some of the things like...
3: When we try to
2: explain to the kids, like, you know, like what is crypto and things like that? It's like, I think the
3: simplest way that I could explain it to kids and probably anybody um, is that it's essentially like internet money, right? And if you look at the evolution of money across time, you see that it started off with with barter, right? You're exchanging one thing for, say, an apple for an orange, or you're exchanging, you know, corn for whatever. Then then became cash, right? And then it was like other stuff. So the, the, the form of money is always going to change. And now we're entering an age where it's just going to be all digital. And, and that's just how value is going to be able to be transported over time and from place to place. Right. right? Like people believe in gold for a while, but it's so hard to ship gold. You know, it's, it's cost a lot to ship gold. Now we're talking about Bitcoin, we're talking about a store of value, right? And you could transport it to the other side of the world in
1: 10 Seconds.
3: You know? I mean, Bitcoin takes a little longer and they're trying to you know, uh, upgrade the technology so it's a, little, a lot quicker. But, yeah, but
1: it's still faster well. than Western Union. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. and
3: that's another thing though, right? Because like, right now you're going to send money through a third party like Western Union to Mexico, right? You have a relative in Mexico and you want to send money to them. It's going to take them a while because now you're talking about a third person party getting involved and your bank and they have to verify that yep, and, and the it, fees, um, yep,
1: and all the fees that come with it. And all that
3: stuff. Now, the way the financial system is going to change is with your phone. Right. Like it's literally going to gonna be a point where I'm not going to say it's going to happen right now in a lifetime. but There's going to be a time where banks become obsolete because they don't, we don't need your services anymore. Why are we going to pay you a certain fee a percentage when we could just do it ourselves with our phone? Like it, it gets into a whole bigger, bigger. Hey, hey, it no makes a great
2: about. point, because at this point, like we have the access to our banking online on our apps. Right. I remember when we first. We're looking at our bank accounts. i like, how am I able to watch? How am I able to look at it on my right, phone?
1: Exactly. You, you got to remember, th- these banks are going to want to stay in service. You yeah. know, so they're going to either get with the program or just yep. become obsolete. A lot, and, a right, lot and 90% of the, banks, of the banks, banks, banks right now, they are finding ways to add cryptocurrency to their yeah. repertoire. Really? Yeah.
3: Yep. Oh, so many banks.
2: Oh, somebody has a question. What's that? You
1: have a question, Stefan?
2: He yes. said, what's that? What?
1: Repertoire? Into your arsenal.
2: What's <laughs> in arsenal? arsenal? Basically,
1: into their list okay. of, of their of
2: services of right? their
1: services, their products, and what they want to service and um yeah. and give to the people.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. You know, so they want to add cryptocurrency because you have another. Now, when we get to talk about crypto, I know this is another subject, but you got all these blockchains, that all these different oh, yeah. NFC technology that
3: yeah, are like kind of
1: it's, it's called DeFi, right? DeFi right. the banks. Oh,
3: decentralized finance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so done it? You know, oh, you so know.
1: basically, they want to definance the banks because they feel like this is a better way and it's more secure and it's yeah, a, and, and it's more
3: democratic too. Right? Yeah, so it's- and the power is not in the hands of a select few who can make the decision for you. You know, like the banks are going to be saying, "Oh, well, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to process this payment because this and the third. You know, like I think now the power is back in our hands, the people.
2: Absolutely, and I think the other thing is, is like you made a great point that it's everything is, it's everything is on the phone. So now I don't have to depend on a bank that I have to go physically go. They only work from Monday through Friday or whatever. If I'm online, I'm working 24 seven. The money's working for me. So that's another thing that you have to take into consideration when it comes to that. So my thing is, it's like, what will be the standard? You know, is the standard going to be where I'm going to put my money back in under my mattress again? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or do I put everything out and digitally? And like Uh you said, we have to adapt. And it's yeah. like so that's what we have to try to show the kids how to save and I working hard and, and and having some sort of um I'm trying to find the right word. It's like you almost want to give them the le- the life lessons to learn that right. we've learned
3: right, right now or now, we didn't have. Oh, what no.
2: we didn't have.
3: Right. Now we're getting yeah, right we're now. trying to learn We're trying to give them the tools oh,
1: to yeah.
3: succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
2: I work in school. <laughs> But
0: do you earn cash?
2: <laughs> we, we earn cash. cash. We, we, we're not working in school right now because we're on some break. But Danny, I want to know a little bit more about the, the different generations' idea of saving. Like, right. I would love to hear a little bit more about
3: that. Um, I think that when <clears throat> we talk about our parents and stuff like that, the, the idea of saving wasn't really at the forefront of their mindset and their thought process. I think that's more so like I can see that with my parents and that's just to say that's just from my personal experience and from my own parents, but um, they weren't taught that. Right. And I think now, now more so than ever, because there's so much information accessible to us, a lot of kids and a lot of people our age are saying, all right, it's important to know about financial literacy. You know, it's important to know what, what to do with our money. Um, because my mom he was telling me that my dad had like, he was living paycheck to paycheck. You know what I'm saying? But he had a good job and he could have saved some money, but he didn't, you know, like I think it's just it's again, times are changing and the mindset collectively is a lot different now. Um, because I think now we we know, you know, that we can live the life we want to if we really just apply ourselves. Right. You know.
2: It's but it's I don't know, it's different now. It's so different. And you know what it is too? Like I don't know if there's anything else that you want to talk about because this this is going to be another episode because this right. is so much that we can talk about. But is there anything else that you want to add to this? Because this conversation, I think this conversation has been awesome. I mean,
3: no, I love this conversation. I think you know, just to keep telling your kids, you know, money lessons each and every save. day. save. for rainy day.
2: Save for a rainy rainy,
3: rainy day. day. You know, save more than you uh, you spend. You know, earn more than you spend. And, you know, you'll be fine. Just, and invest, 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 invest. And, and, and always true.
1: pay your bills on time. Yep, yep.
0: Um, I have only $10. What do I do with that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, it in, is it in cash or is it in a, in a, in a credit card or a gift card? Cash.
1: <laughs>
2: real I, money. Okay, I know what you want to do with it, so I don't know why you ask <laughs> you, you,
1: know, the, the, the you don't know You don't
0: You want robots Yeah robots. No, no that's, not, that's, not, that's not what I want If I want to buy something From the store Or like Buy something that can Permanently change my life for the rest
2: of my life. Something to permanently change your life ain't gonna
0: happen with ten dollars. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it is. Um,
1: you could buy a lottery ticket, but but we're oh, not that's yet. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta be.
3: That's 20. gambling at that point,
0: though. No gambling. No, 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 no. At
3: that point, you might as well just throw into the market. So just, just go to, to Las Vegas
0: that. or something. <laughs> I
3: just drove still to that's Las. Just
0: gambling. Yeah.
3: But I'm I not gambling that it. if you could Ten dollars you know. We went to last ten dollars
0: can change someone's life. I can I can exchange it for more things. It was you know, like this book house, it was like this book that I read. Listen, back I'll,
1: back I'll take your ten dollars you and give it to me and I'll buy some Shiba. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> That's one thing
3: more, right, because back in two thousand eleven someone bought like Bitcoin with ten dollars and he had like, I don't know how many coins at the time. That's like crazy. 500 coins, not today, the millionaire.
1: The
0: thing yeah. is, I had the there's like the story where the guy like traded a paperclip, like, and then like, I like got like a boat, and then I like got like a mansion or something. Like, he like he kept exchanging things. Does this
2: happen in real life or in a book?
0: I'm pretty sure it it Sounds real, fiction to
2: me, bro. I, I know,
0: but imagine like, it's that obviously a dream. Yeah, it's obviously but, a dream. but there is someone that is real that exchanges. Uh, exchanges money and he saved up he said he saved up money for an ice cream truck. And he got the ice cream truck by the way. So he saved of up the course money. you can. You have to work for an ice cream truck. because no, he no, he was exchanging <laughs> like he was giving people stuff and then in exchange he would get people he'd get stuff back, but then he would also get stuff back more. He would get either money or something in exchange. Let's call a barter.
2: It's bartering. Yeah, Sammy was talking about that before, and, trading. before. Trading. Yeah. So back in the days, remember we were talking about, oh, we were talking about this and about the museum, right? There were beautiful bullions, coins. They had all, you're changing for silks. You're changing for spices. That's okay. how people traded back in the day. So now how we trade is all digital. Everything is digital. I don't, I don't got money in my hand. Who said it the other day that was so funny that back in the day when you used to give your mom and dad your money? Like, you would never see it. Like, if you had a birthday party (laughs) over a sweet 16, that money,
3: we never saw it. Why are you laughing so hard, daddy? Because it happened, right? (laughs) Yeah. It was to pay for your party. It was to pay for your party.
2: (laughs) Silly goose. But that's the thing. Like, I feel like when it comes to um, putting that money away and saving for a rainy day, it's always important that even us as older, you know, Right. I don't want to say old people, but for us, we're still learning, you know, yeah. and that's why we're trying to impart our knowledge into, you know, into the kids, and you know, again, it's also about reading up and being educated and being open to right. saving money, saving money, financial.
3: Two is if you look at your money from like a net worth and in, um, net income stand, right? Like look at yourself as like a portfolio, right? Like me as Daniel Aguilar, you know, I'm worth this amount of money. Five percent is going to be in cash. Everything else is going to be into assets that appreciate over time. Right. Right. So, like for me, I have five percent. That's probably going to be, you know, my sixth month of uh, emergency savings. Right. Now, once that's accounted for and that's put to the side, so that includes, you know, all your bills. Say you have a mortgage, car payment. Once that's all aside, now you you're sitting on a cushion and you're fine. You're set. Right. And you're safe. Everything you make after that, going forward, you know. Either, what are you going to do with it? You're going to put in things that are going to appreciate or you're going to go out and spend it on, you know, all these games, the things that you want. Like it depends on what kind of lifestyle you want to live. And for me, it's like, you know, I make this much. I have 5% put away already. Now, how do I increase my net worth over time? And that means don't to stocks. That means donating to crypto. You know, that means even flipping and buying stuff. Like I just saw a podcast the other day with um, Gary V. Spend $200, right? At some uh, garage sale bought well, like 10 boxes of like some Chinese books. That thing, $200 became $15,000. What? Yeah. Chinese books?
0: All for that? For Chinese books? Yeah. No, I think what yeah, it, But they
1: were like, probably like, hidden probably, gems in those, in those They boxes, hidden gems. Yeah. Exactly. End,
3: you know? So, and you could also like, there's ways to make money, but no one teaches you these things. Like, I could probably go to like 500 garage sales in, in San on and find something that's valuable. And it could probably just cost me like two bucks, 10 bucks, yeah. like, like Adrian was talking about. You know, like there's ways to to flip that money um, and just not spending on crap. That's why I'm so frugal. I mean, I know you guys, you know, on top of me all the time about being stingy, but would I rather sacrifice these next two years of my life, work as much as I can, make as much money as I can and invest it as fast as I can at the prices that they are right now to be sitting well in three years, four years. That's the bet I'm willing to take right now. You know, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. A but, you know, he's, like a like he's a believer. He's a believer.
2: I like. He's a believer. He got faith. Yeah.
3: So I mean, listen, hey, you know what? You guys, you, you guys persuaded Cal to me to New Mexico, so whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it. You know, it's gonna be a good time. I think I definitely worked hard for it. But yeah, um, sometimes yeah.
1: you gotta have fun too, man.
3: Yeah, no, I definitely am, but I do think that I'm making the right sacrifices right now for the long term, and uh, we'll see where it goes.
2: And then you can build that generational wealth for your kids.
3: And then listen again, it's also just you know, throwing that money in the right places, you know, whether it be real estate, whether it be a stock market, because again, the stock market right now has been the biggest vehicle of wealth transfer in history. Right. And people don't know that. People don't understand that because that taught that, you know, so you got to use what the tools accessible to you to make that income for yourself, for your family, for your kids, um, because no one's going to do it for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not, you know, like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine right now because of my parents, but I know this is not where I'm going to be forever. And so right. how am I going to prepare myself for, for that time, you
2: know? And I think the other important thing that you made, you made another point about um, using the time and using that money wisely. Like, yeah. I've, like now that we've like saved and now that we have, are in a better situation, you know, paying right. off debt, because debt is another silent killer.
4: Right.
2: That's another thing. Yeah. Like I feel like when you are young and you, you're collecting the debt and you don't know how to pay it back, Debt is another thing that, you know, glooms over everybody's finances. Right. So when we put ourselves in a, in a position where you don't have the debt that's glooming over you, you kind of feel a little bit lighter and say, hey, you know what? I know that this is what I want. Five, right. 10 years down the line, this is what I plan to do. Right. You know, so sometimes you have to got to give yourself, you know, give yourself the goal for the day, go for the week, go for the month, go for the year right. and then go from there. Right. So, you have
3: to have a long term mindset. Yeah,
2: you have you know? to. You have and to. You
3: don't. You can. If you let impulse decision, impulse buying affect you, now you're not going to get to where you want to be. No, you don't. You know?
2: And I think that I think it was a it was a hard lesson to learn. I was still learning, but we're in a better position now. Right. So, like Dirty and I, we've been talking about um, looking into passive income, like using yeah. the podcast as one form. We were right. looking to see maybe we can invest into investment properties because we. We each have our degree in architecture, we can help design, but that's because we have two different things going on because we're so creative on different, different well, wavelengths, like you well, mentioned yeah. before. Like, you got to be creative on some point, yeah. you know, so that's how yeah, we're trying exactly. to look to find our skills and use it to our best advantage,
3: right, you know?
2: Right. So I you think know, that's something think you important. You
3: for it, though, right? Absolutely. A lot, things, a, lot people, yeah. a lot of people are too distracted on the noise of other things you know, about going out, having a good time in sanitary. and I get that, you know, there's a time and place for all that, but when you're going out like five days a week, spending all that money, like, every time I go out and I spend money, I look at it and you I cry. cry. <laughs> and of I cry. Yeah, With cry. those you know, bills are pain,
2: I cry. <laughs>
3: oh, no, I cry. I'm like, damn, like, because I'm about it in terms of time too, too, right? Like, okay, if I go out I spend $200, I'm going to need to work a whole shift for that back, you know, or whatever it is. So Now I'm losing time because what I spent $20 in liquor or for the night, man, I get it. But like, damn, I kind of put it in perspective that way too, you know, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a wild world out there in finance.
2: It is. But then how do you plan for emergencies? That's the thing. Like it's good. It's good to put it on paper. Right. Right. Everything looks good on paper, like, yeah, I'm going to put 30% this, 50 yeah, all those numbers sound good. But then when it comes down to an emergency, and when life smacks you in your face...
1: Anything is an emergency. And, no. Yes, for you, an
2: emergency? Oh, that TV's on sale. It I want to go get it. That's an emergency. An emergency.
3: That's not an emergency.
2: <laughs> <Let me> dip. <laughs> you know? So those are the things, like...
3: Oh, that becomes that comes from creating good habits, right? Like right. It's just come down to you being disciplined enough to make a decision that you know, regardless of that, I make this amount every week. I'm putting this amount away for, for emergencies, right? You know, and people don't have that that power. You know, they, inside them, they don't have that power to be that disciplined.
2: All I know is, at the end of the yeah. day, when this man says, "Oh, Stephanie, this is on stand," I said, "Yeah, and yeah, and <laughs> what that mean? Right. That means nothing. <laughs> that means nothing." That's so, true. you know, for, for me, I don't I sometimes I feel like I can be on top of him because I want him to save. And then yeah. there's other times that I'm like, you know, he works hard. If he yeah. wants to get it, let him get it.
3: You, Listen, know right? if you have that certain amount that covers all your expenses for six months to a year. You should be fine. Right. And then if there's extra money, he could spend whatever he wants. Right. And is right? think- the, the perfect testament too, right. Like if you had saved up about six to a year's worth of stuff when okay. COVID happened mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, not, you're not worrying about all the other stuff that goes on right because right. yeah, you did you made the right decision when and you made the right sacrifices beforehand knowing that so, now who knows to say what's going to happen now because that was a rare a rarity that, right? was that was a was
2: rare event. occurrence yeah, okay? yeah, yeah yeah. but
3: that's a perfect example of what happens in instances of emergencies
2: yeah
3: right so it's uh crazy
2: it is it is but Danny, I want to thank you for participating with us on this podcast today. We time. have to come. You got to come back for another episode. We got, we got to yeah. talk about finance. Absolutely. We got to talk about anything else you want to talk about. Right. I mean, you've been an awesome guest. Except really- the
1: Yankees. We don't want to talk about
3: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Danny, let everybody know where they can find you.
3: Yeah, um, you can find me at underscore Danny Aguilar on Instagram. That's where I post a lot of stuff in regards to finances. Um, I've been a little, you know, lazy on it recently, but um, you
2: lazy never.
3: I'm lazy in terms of that, but yeah, I'm always working. So you know, if you're not gonna, you can find me anywhere. I'm either at the bar or uh, probably sleeping. So
1: yeah, well, shout out, aka Crypto Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
3: that's gonna be your new tag. Name. Crypto yeah. Dan. <laughs> that's not gonna be. A else, so we definitely have to have a conversation about crypto again. Oh you know, definitely. yeah, most we want to scratch the surface, the future, and I, I do think that you know, after everything that I've seen, um, that's probably one of the best places to keep your money in the long term. You know,
1: his um, new name is now Crypto Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe in the crypto.
3: Crypto. You know, keep buying Bitcoin. Keep buying Ethereum. And you'll be fine. I've been buying, bro. That's <laughs> all I've been doing.
2: God. I buy we every
3: those, week. Every week I've been at the buying. Those two, I said, you'll be, you'd be set. That's all I've been buying, bro. <laughs> all right. Adrian, where
1: can they find us?
0: Hey, everyone. Don't forget to follow, like, and share on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Table for Four. Listen and click on that follow button where you can get notifications on the newest episodes on All Metro Podcasts Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker Radio, Radio Public, Pocket Cast. And you can now follow and listen to us on iHeartRadio amazon music and audible if you love the show please show your support by leaving us a review and email us at table for four podcasters at gmail.com again table for four podcasters with an s at gmail.com you can now text us at 322-877-7585 again 322-877-7585 to interact with us leave comments share ideas, and even become a guest. We're working hard to get all the fun stuff to you guys and looking forward to the next stage of our journey on the Table for Four podcast.
2: Alright guys, nice. thank you guys again. Thank you so much, Danny, for participating with thank us. You, you family, pretty pretty. you're coming off another episode. We gotta talk Absolutely. money, money, money.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, buddy.
2: Thanks everybody. Say bye everyone. Bye! bye. Have a great day. See you on the next episode, guys.